Good evening. <laughs> Come on. Well, I'm, I'm, Come on. It didn't take long. Come on. It didn't take long. Come on. I'm, I'm already from Come lost on. the kingdom here. I, I don't. Uh, I got it. I got it. All right. I don't know what. Uh, just give us a minute. Late nights, kind of a rough yeah, start. We'll get it going. Now. Come on. It's Take a uh, nap. Yeah, don't ask. Okay. All right. Here we are. Uh, I want to see whose idea this was, but you know, we'll do anything for you out there. This is clear. These are obviously crowns. Um, doesn't make us anything like kings. It just means we're stupid enough to go on streaming to hundreds of people and wear these things as if they were real, but they are. It, it, it's the kingdom, and uh, for just a brief moment, we're going to enjoy our little moment of royalty. Right. And thanks to you for going all out and getting these free from Burger King. <laughs> I walked into Burger King. I'm like, what do I got to buy for a couple of these crowns? I was like, I don't even have the crowns. You guys even have the crowns anymore? I wasn't sure. And they're like, they looked at me really oddly, and I was like, look, it's just a, it's a, it's a gag gift for it. And then I stopped yeah. myself before I said an internet show yeah. at ten o'clock at night. Yeah. I didn't want to. I don't think I would have gotten them. So. I don't think. Uh, I mean, it, it, I, we may have reached a new low. That just might be it. You know, <laughs> why well, we won't do to entertain people late night. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm a little tired tonight. Okay, uh, but uh, that's okay. It's all good, and I'm happy to be here. I've tried four times to queue up this interview with Steve Spurrier. I'm Did you lose it again? Again. Uh, we had Steve on earlier today. It was very good. He, he said that some things I thought that were enlightening. I would, I would say that, uh, and many of you saw it, I would say that as excited as Steve was and as enthusiastic, and he thought he thought he just worked where he thought Dan did a good job in the press conference. Yeah. But he also said, uh, you know, just running a press conference is not what it's all about. Uh, and he stopped short of, of taking anything from that, extrapolating is the word I think I'm looking for, to say this meant anything other than the fact that he really does have a, a background here. And the one thing, the most important thing, so he has a history here. His history, he pointed out, four years here with Urban, Urban was here six. He was the offensive coordinator slash quarterback. I think he was quarterback coach for a while, and he kind of became offensive coordinator. Uh, and during that time, those were the most productive years in offense that Florida's ever had. And Dan Mullen was right at the heart of it. So Steve obviously appreciates and understands and admires Dan's work. And obviously Dan admires Steve's from talking in the press conference yesterday. We're not going to spend a whole lot of time talking about the press conference. We've kind of colored that, covered that. Yeah. But there are a few other developments here and there, which we'll share with you in if we can get the Spurrier interview up, uh, we'll play a little bite from that at one point and yeah, uh, give you our okay. take. Uh, and I think one thing I want to say tonight is uh, RIP to uh, former first lady of Florida football, Opal Graves, the wife of the late Ray Graves, who was Steve Spurrier's coach, the one who, in fact, brought Steve Spurrier to Florida from Tennessee. And what had that not happened, Think how that would have changed history. If Ray Graves hadn't gotten a message from his brother in Knoxville, need to come up and see this guy play from Science Hill. Uh, and he hadn't wound up signing with Florida. And look how that could have changed history right there. Opal Graves, the wife of Ray, who's been dead now about three or four years, passed away today at 94. So RIP to a really classy lady. I knew Opal. And uh, she was just about, she was unflappable elegant, um, sweet, uh, all the things you'd like to see in any person, but a coach's wife particularly. So 
Uh, she had a nice long life. I know she had some difficult years uh, in the last 10, but uh, she passed tonight. And I noticed that Jerry's, that Steve's daughter, um, Amy, posted a picture and said, my Aunt Opal died tonight. So I want to get that in there and say, uh, this is the thing about the Gator family. You, you know, you, you don't have to go back to that far, be that old, but this is all connected. And I think, Brenda, if I could say any one thing about the press conference, but let's get rid of these things. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, if I could say anything about the press conference, we'll take a vote and see if the kingdom wants those back. Wow, we'll, uh, see. we'll put them over here. Yeah, all right. There you the go. Kingdom Part of the props. Yeah. The kingdom, we'll put them on. If I can say anything about that press conference, and, and other than the fact that Dan checked all the boxes and said the right things, it was a feeling in the room that you were with family. Uh, and it felt that way for everybody connected from Scott Brantley to Shane Matthews to Steve Spurrier to those of us who've been around a few t- the block a few times. Remember, it isn't mandatory that they have a connection or part of their DNA was here. But boy, having someone who was, who appreciates the campus, who knows, knows, knows what the, the school's about, who says openly he understands the responsibility laid on his shoulders, uh, from and he talked about ex players. I know what your I know what my job is here. What you expect out of me, uh, and all the things he and then appreciating Spurrier the way he did, showing respect and paying homage or homage, whichever one you want to say, to to Spurrier in a way which you always wondered about. And I hate to make Jim McElwain a whipping boy, but the fact is that you just got the feeling maybe as much as McElwain mouthed the words, he didn't. He really wasn't singing the tune on Spurrier. Uh, he, he, while he, he professed that he, that he really liked him and, and, and admired his knowledge, you never got the, the, you never got the sense, Brendan, that there's any connection. And Steve today made a point to point out and said, please, I don't want people to think I'm up here watching game film. And uh, he says, because uh, the, the opening comment was that um, the, uh, that, that when, 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 when Dan said, I walk in Steve's office, he's watching game film. Steve felt like he gave off the wrong impression that he was always up there watching game, the game film, looking over the shoulder of people. He doesn't want that at all. And he, he made that point today on the program. If you didn't hear it, uh, just say, hey, I'm not up there watching game film. But the coaches don't need me doing that uh, and so on. But by the same token, uh, I know if called upon, he would, uh, you know, he would certainly help in some way if needed. I don't think Dan Mullen's going to need his help. I think he would, he would appreciate him as a resource, though, to know he's there, and if he has an idea or a thought or a question, he can go over there and talk to one of the greatest coaches in the history of college football, one of the four men ever inducted into the Hall of Fame as a player and a coach, sitting right there. He's a Gator on the payroll. Who wouldn't want to use that? Well, pay homage is an understatement. He was a little bit creepy about it almost because he was talking how much. He mentioned him. I mean, referenced Spurrier four or five times, I felt like, in this process. But, no, he was paying – you know, he, he really is – it was a mentor to him and something that, you know, meant a lot to him. Time to the wear, you know, kind of wears his visor. And I'm sure that just all plays into him wanting to be a Gator, you know. And you really get an understanding of it. I, I was really – I was uh, more than uh, – uh, intrigued by and i didn't know that that he had this kind of feeling about spurrier i was really i I didn't know that part of him even though i know known him and covered him when he was here before with you at the other place that we don't talk about um but yeah so i'm psyched about it the whole time so anyway the chat room with the, the crown to go back on so i put my crown back on um, so, uh, do you want me to pull up this Spurrier thing? Or are you going to? Yeah, I want. I want to get. 
Well, well, we'll get it up and have it there. We'll be glad to answer some questions at the yeah, same time. Uh, and uh, we got about a hundred so people on the sideline. I want to talk to you. Um, yeah, uh, well, let me let me address some of these things here. And if you can get, uh, yeah, I'll work on the sound get the, the interview Spurrier interview. Um, I want to be sure and point that out about uh, Coach Spurrier's Coach Graves' wife Opal. Uh, and um, let's see what else we're talking about tonight. Uh, Tracy says we had, you had a great show earlier. We really enjoyed it. Thanks to the Spurry interview. Thank you very much. He's good about that. Uh, Paul Bell says, I hope UT hires T Martin. Well, I don't, Paul, uh, I'm not really care who they hire, to be honest with you, but anybody would be better, better what they got. It's been, an, it's been embarrassing to watch what's happening. You talk about dumpster fire. That place is a real wreck. Uh, Ellis says, hi, King. You must be talking about Brendan. Uh, Joey says, stay loyal to the Burger Kingdom. Dilly dilly. Um, Rick wants to talk recruiting. I can't wait to see how the recruiting trip. Everybody wants to know about Justin Fields, obviously, who was dubbed the number one player in the country. Uh, Florida whiffed on him. I don't think he even got a look. And he committed to Georgia, I do believe. But uh, the word is, is that Dan Mullen is already on that, talking to him. Mullen, Mullen recruits quarterbacks quite well, if you go back and look at who he had. That's a great picture of Mullen uh, and three quarterbacks that did pretty well at Florida. Cam Newton, Johnny Brantley, and Tim Tebow, all in the same class, all in the same group, that same class, under Dan Mullen. So he knows his quarterbacks. Um, um Let's see. I don't know if Larry, you're asking a question. Are you telling Doug Nussmeyer, Tennessee? I, I don't know about that. That's what. Um, let's see. Uh, go Gators to Scott. Uh, I'd like to see Lane Kiffin at UT. You know, for another day, I'm not quite ready to go there yet. I'm not. I, I'm not too interested tonight in trying to fill the spots of other schools. My mind's wrapping around the events of having it in Florida uh, as the new staffers will start coming in the recruiting process, and as you can tell, uh, Dan hit the ground running and has got things going. Um, thank you, Scott. Tom Thomas Scott Fudge says, great show today. Thank you. Yeah, we were kind of amazed that we had twenty six or 7,000 people listening. To Took calls today for the first time in a while on the radio program, which also is on Facebook Live, and some of you got in. Unfortunately, we don't take calls a lot. Uh, we don't a call-in show, and there's issues sometimes with the phone we have. It's not as simple as getting any phone. This particular phone has to be a certain kind of phone that fits the Gettner that goes with the station. It's a long story. So, yeah, it's a pain to take calls, but we'll try to do it. We might take calls here one of these days if we can figure it out. Uh, let's see. Um, Quentin Cruz says, I just love how Dan Mullen has hit the recruiting trails already and hitting them hard. I think he's done a great job of what he's doing by cleaning things up. Yeah, I think so. Um Henry McMillan, is that the Henry McMillan, the former Gator player? As a former Gator, I'm pleased. Dilly dilly. Okay, Henry, good to hear from you. Uh, let's see. Uh, Gene, we heard from Gene Kiersey, or Kierce last night. He's in Smithville, Mississippi. Love my Gators. I'm not really sure where Smithville is, but hello to you out there. Uh, Cole Morris, I always enjoy hearing Steve talk. Let's see. Um, I see. Larry said uh, it wasn't a, it was a statement about Less marrows or wish. Um, see, yeah, no, Joey, not not true. Johnny Brantley was a was a. We gladly speak his name. He's a friend, and uh, he's also uh, 
he gave his best years he had there, and things were not the best in the world, including the offensive line. Um, you know what? Can you talk about the new assistant coach hires? I, I can only talk about the two that I know so far. I know we've got uh, I mean, one of the biggest hires is Billy Gonzalez. Um, and, and Gonzalez is a terrific wide receiver coach. I've said it before. I'll say it again. The best group of wide receivers I've seen were the years that Gonzalez was here with Urban. Uh, and he was he had some terrific players, and we had depth and skills, and uh, they went to the NFL and what have you. So now this, Grantham is a guy that some people like and some people don't. Uh, he did he, – he was pretty good on defense uh, at Georgia. I know James Bates, his father was not defensive coordinator and, and a head coach in the USFL. Uh, he, he thinks a lot of Grantham. Uh, I, I remember his defenses. It seemed like he blitzed a lot, as I recall. Uh, and he appears to be the guy, obviously, that Dan Mullen wants and did not want Randy Shannon. I would be interested to hear why, but I, I understand partly that when you come in and you want your staff, you want your staff to be your people and someone you're comfortable with who understands what you're trying to do. And if, if he didn't, under, if he if he feels like Randy Shannon's not the guy, although he has got some terrific contacts in Southwest Florida, in South Florida. And by the way, uh, obviously, I think Dan Mullen must feel like he's got a good recruiter. But uh, Randy Shannon was, was served this university well and and did a really good job. Was uh, and and he got left a. Uh, a raw deal, unfortunately, he had he got left holding the bag when Jim McAway uh, packed it up. You see how much McAway got? Seven and a half million. Seven and a half million. Yeah, so I would think I was guessing five. Seven and a half million. But you know why? Here's the thing: you have to know why is that I think that it was back ended because the reason that he was able to get that much money is that there was virtually no buyout for Dan Mullen to from Mississippi, uh, Mississippi 000. State. 500K, so that's money. There was no buyout, so they were able to pay off McElwain and go down the road. I don't want to create animosity toward McElwain. It's easy to kick the guy who was here before, and I am above all people don't want to hear it because I'm always criticizing coaches who come in and complain about the last regime. I call it the plumber syndrome or the, or the TV, the, the, uh, uh, the, the cable guy because they come in and they, they come and see your house. They say, oh, boy, somebody, the last guy made a mess in here. I'm going to see if I can clean this up. It's going to be 20 grand to fix this uh, guy's problem. Uh, right. All right. So, Thank God I came over. Right. Exactly. I saved you, right? Ah. Yeah. So so I don't want to get into that mode, and I don't no. like the fact that that's, some of, that's one thing about Muschamp I think he did poorly on, was ripping Urban as he did. Uh, then everybody rips the other guy. So I don't think you'll hear Dan Mullen doing that. Uh, it is what it is. It was what it was. Uh, who will be potential strength and conditioning coach? You know, I know I've heard the name mentioned, but right now I'm, 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 my brain is kind of fried. I'm not good on lists this time of night, but we'll get with friends tomorrow next day and talk about it. Yeah, Michael Wilson said he heard Skipper, Davis, Rump, and Snyder yeah. were all kept. I didn't uh, – Rump, all, yeah. It's in the gray I, area right I, now. Maybe he means Cider, I think. I don't think Cider was kept. Um, that's why I don't want to guess. I don't. I don't like to start guessing. I remember Shannon's gone, obviously. Yeah, Nord's gone. Nord's gone. Etc. Etc. Must Myers gone and so on. Mess is gone. We'll get in the addition subtraction. I exactly. Have a list right here. Was just, um, uh, let's see. Like 
Uh, Nick Savage, that's who Michael Wilson thinks. Just think Nick Savage. Franz made a comment about that the other day. I know Nick Savage's name came up. Is that the guy? I don't know who the guy was. Uh, Nat Blaylock, thank you, buddy, for your insight and your books. You're quite welcome. For those people who ask about books, I do have a list. I just haven't had a chance to get to them, uh, and I'll try to do that. I'm still trying to do last year's taxes, but I'll get them to you don't, don't, at some point. Uh, Brian Ferris. Brian Ferris, uh, Cleveland, Tennessee. How do you remember the, the town of Cleveland, Tennessee? How? Mm-hmm. Did I get a flat tire there? You certainly did. Uh-huh. Right outside there. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. was not a hint. Then we were on the way to the UT game. On the way to the UT game, right. Yeah, yeah, right. right outside of Cleveland. They Franz and then Tim Casey. I, I don't think you know, John Finneran was there. John Finneran fell out of the car. He wasn't even drinking. I was because I was driving. Thank God. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, uh, I, I wanted to say that Quentin Cruz uh, says he believes cider is staying, and so do I. I think it's uh, uh, again. I, you know, folks, I'm just not prepared to go into the breaking down the roster at night of the coaches. If you want to throw it out there, fine, go ahead. Until I got something in front of me and I can be correct, I don't like to do that. So, Siders uh, and Quentin Cruz just gave us. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, just read it just now. Uh, one thing I want to say that uh, I don't call people out too often, but today I saw something that irritated me, and I probably shouldn't have done it, but I read this story by a woman named Morgan Moriarty. All right. And I know what she was doing. Uh, it wasn't anything unethical, but she wrote the story as if, as if Dan Mullen had used the phrase champions of life. Uh, and then she admitted about fifth paragraph down, he really didn't say that. He said champions in life. Uh, and I thought, it was, I thought this really ticked off a lot of people. And a lot of people, you answered to that and said, yeah, what, what's going on here? That's terrible. Well, apparently, I don't know this, someone named Moriarty, brother, maybe, husband, uh, chewed me out for taking that on, saying, what are you wasting your time for? And by the way, you got Kelly wrong. You said he signed a contract. You know, I don't want to go back there, but honestly, I never said he signed a contract. I did think he was coming here, and I said that. I said he's on the one-yard line. It doesn't matter what I said. Who cares? It doesn't matter. But he wanted to give me a shot saying, well, you did this, you did that. And no, get your facts right. I never said he signed the contract. Others did. Three or four people, reputable people said it. Uh, the son of the University of Florida Athletic Association president tweeted it out, and the sports agent did it, and so on. That's fine. Uh, it was confusing because, quite frankly, we'll never really know what happened to Kelly because no one's going to talk about it. Kelly, meanwhile, says his press conference, he never got a contract. Hmm. The same people that we were able to talk to and we were able to confirm there was a flight in New Hampshire coming back to Ocala and we met the plane, they gave us that information that nobody else had, right? Several people. Uh, And we were able to scout it down and find out the plane was coming and meet him at the airport. And we had others just like them who were able to tell us those things that we knew were valid. And they believed, based on what they had seen and heard, that he was coming. And they were not 100% sure on the contract, but they thought he'd sign a contract. 
that's the story. So just to get that out of the way. Anyway, the bottom line was this person came at me and said, why are you wasting your time doing this? And I wrote back and said, why are you wasting your time? And it just it indicated to me that, uh, that, that, you know, people get a little tired of getting jerked around with the media. I've done it. I've written things like that, people, and they've been mad at me. But I just want to let you know I did that, and it's up there, and people responded to it. And uh, I don't want to waste any more time talking about that. All right? All um, right. What do you got? Well, this is the Spurrier beginning of it. I didn't know what part of the interview you wanted to. Well, I can tell you if you give me the – give me the. Uh, well, I have to – you have to literally queue it up. I can queue it up on my phone while you're doing that. You have, sorry, I have it here at the beginning. Of all right, the I have to go to the timeline right here. All right, well, a um, couple of people. Hey, by the way, it's a good time to do a shout-out. Where, uh, where are you watching from? Where are you listening from? Where are you uh, 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 checking out this uh, ridiculous show we do in the back of my dad's house from? Um, you know, check in the chat room. Uh, we had a pretty interesting day uh, and had uh, – did you get it? Oh, see? I can't do Keep it. You're pressing buttons. Yeah. Go ahead. Now I got the weather up. I'll get it. You go ahead. I got it queued up. Um, yeah. So check in in the chat. Let us know where you're from. What's going on. You had an interesting day today. You got you you talked to some people and you were in another chat room and uh, you've got some new friends, right? Yeah. I told you if uh, you ever want us to post in your group uh, page or anything like that and you're cool with it, let me know. Uh, Gator Chomp. Gator Chomping. That group uh, is awesome, and they uh, asked us to post in their group and accepted our membership, and they're all in on the Buddy Martin Show. So, yo, dilly dilly to our people out there, and uh, thanks for uh, being part of the kingdom. Uh, uh, we do have our own group uh, that we have, the Gator Daily National News. Gator Daily, the Gator, it's the Gator, Na- Gator Nation Daily News. Gator Nation. Gator Nation Daily. Daily. It's a, yeah. for writers and posters and what have you. Yeah. But uh, you, you have can, to you, join. Though. You have to join. And we have to approve you. Yeah. But for the most part, we're trying to bring all the groups together. So if you're into us sharing on your deal, let us know. We'll be happy to share. People come checking in. Come from Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, High Springs, Florida from Victor. Uh, hello, Roslyn from Donellan. Uh, Akoi, Laura, thanks for checking in down there. Akoi, Charles from Morrison, Florida. Ken is from Hernando. Morris is right here in Ocala, right in Marion County. Is it? I didn't know that. Uh, Houston, Texas, first-time listener. What's up? Michael Matthews from Houston. Hope you guys are doing all right down there. You got smacked by that hurricane. How about this? We took a couple shots right here. We still got damage because we should get to show you that half the roof was caved in from yeah. Irma around yeah, here. Right I don't know there, if you yeah. watch that Facebook yeah. Live when things happen. So. Uh, Bo Lord, Sugarland, Texas, Dilly Dilly. Uh, Ron uh, Taylor from Ultua, Tennessee. John Payne from Fort Myers. Uh, first time listeners, other places, uh, see somebody else checked in for the first time. Just heard the show behind it. I James, we were, you know, you're in Tallahassee. Uh, let's see. Ponte Vedra, Atlanta. We didn't roll. Did we do a roll call? I forgot. Um, yeah. all right. So there you go. Put the crown on. We've had the crown on already. He's got his own. Um, all right, so we're going to queue up. The, uh, if, is, is it anybody there that has, did not hear the Spur interview that like to hear part of it? We can replay parts of it for you tonight, just a small amount. If you'd like to hear it, please go yes, dilly dilly, and tell us, and we'll try to do that. Uh, we, I was talking to Coach Spurrier in that interview, and I said we talked about his, uh, Michael Wayne talking about his dog, Clarabelle, being able to play quarterback, and we 
discuss that. And then, uh, and, and apparently, uh, Steve Spurry had not heard that story before, which all of you, I'm sure, have. Uh, and I said to him, well, do you know that Dan Mullen has a dog? And guess what his name is? And Steve knew the name of the dog. You know why? It was Heisman. <laughs> That's a pretty cool name, Heisman. This is your question to Steve about the, the mood of the Gator Nation right now. Yeah, all right. I asked him what he thought, the, what, it, what the mood of the Gator Nation was. Here's what he said. A week ago when things were happening. Well, I don't know, buddy. <laughs> you know as much as I do because you listen to all the call-in shows and so forth. But uh, uh, Dan uh, did an excellent job at Mississippi State. I mean, he, he didn't win a division, but who has won one besides, besides Alabama and Auburn? I think they're the only two that's won one in about the last 10 years. So it's, it's tough over on that side. Uh, our side uh, is getting a little stronger, I think, now, uh, the way Georgia has emerged and the way they're recruiting. So we have got to uh, – Dan is, is very capable of recruiting at the level that uh, Urban and maybe I did back in the 90s and the early 2000s and so forth and uh, get, get us back in, into a top-10 program. And certainly we have the potential to do that. Steve, I don't want to over-sugarcoat this thing, okay? Because I know that it's a tendency to fall in love with the guy at the moment who it is. But I must say, I talked to and saw a lot of Gators and fans. On our program, we talked to a lot of people, thousands of people on our Facebook show, as well as our show here. And I've never seen people this excited, really, since Urban Meyer was coach of Florida his next to last year. It seems to me that this, that Dan has walked in here and people looked at him and said, what were we thinking? We should have got this guy the whole time. He, he, I thought he handled his press conference extremely well. And I think Gator fans are excited. They like what they heard. You know what? And we, what they liked about him, Steve, he wants to be here and he's excited. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's true too, but he's, he's connected to the past. He's connected to the Urban Meyer, uh, four years, well, Urban was here six years, but, uh, he was here four and then got the head job at Mississippi State, and he was involved in both the national and uh, SEC championships, and he coached Tim Tebow. <laughs> Tim Tebow may come around a lot more now, uh, hopefully. So he's connected. He's, he's got some gator in his blood. He, he knows uh, our school and the recruiting areas and what it takes here. So I, I think he was is without doubt the very best we could hire. Steve, he told some stories from the podium, uh, and one of them was about being a young coach, number one, who was coaching up at Wagner College and and wearing the visor and admiring your work in Florida. You've heard this from other people I know. And they talked about being a head coach of Mississippi State and walking into the, the SEC meetings, and you said, come over here and sit next to me. He never forgot that. And now, do you recall that situation? Well, I do that with a lot of coaches at the uh, SEC meetings that are maybe first or second year guys. I usually actually sit next to the Vanderbilt coach. I always used to say maybe some of that knowledge from Vanderbilt would rub off on me if I sat next to the Vandy coach. But, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, Dan was uh, he, he was uh, he was very good in those meetings. I mean, he didn't say much. Uh, some of those older coaches went Les Miles and Nick Saban and Mark Ricker in there. <laughs> Nobody else says too much anyway. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, he's he's done a, he's done an excellent job there, at Mississippi State. You know, the winningest coach in school history, Mississippi State, is Jackie Sherrill, and he was there 13 years. Dan was only there nine, and uh, and Jackie Sherrill's record. Here's what's interesting: he was 75 and 75 with two ties. 
Alright, so Dan, Steve would know those numbers. Uh, yeah, so that was Spurrier today. You His welcome. mind is like a steel trap. Oh yeah, no, he remembers all that stuff. I, I had to read this because it's funny. Although I said I didn't really care about Tennessee. This guy, who this guy is, Tim Stevenson, Birmingham, Alabama, posted on my Facebook page. Dear Tennessee, at this point, you should just hire Clay Travis. Talk show host, by the way. I'm just checking in on the chat, and I'm seeing our boy James Weaver Jr. in here post. Oh, boy, just got a text saying the administration at FSU has refused to meet his demands, assuming Jimbo's demands. Is this a message from, from this is a message of the king mm, you got here? Mm, got to get choppy in the next couple of days. Yeah, we're going to start. This is just in the chat. You just posted it from the chat. Okay. Well, we but have so messages. Basically, from we're calling these things uh, messages from the messages from the kingdom when you guys give us these little tidbits. insights, insights, insights. Yeah, but, uh, little secret messages. Uh, you think? Uh, what, what, what's your opinion about uh, Jimbo going to AM? Here's what I think. Again, I have, I have to stress. I think. Jimbo has had it in Tallahassee on two fronts. They made this grand announcement, I don't know, two and a half years ago. And a friend of mine is on the athletic board. And by the way, he's getting a little tired of it too up there. They have this wonderful concept, which I think is a great way to go. They're kind of like building a village around the stadium. Restaurants and and, 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 uh, and, and, and hotels. And they're talking, the plan's all done. And, and they had the, you know, they said they had started the funding, and and then it's the football facilities themselves and the standalone, and apparently a lot of money going. Something apparently, I don't know what, maybe you folks out there would know. Something has happened. It appears as though some of that may have hit a snag. Meanwhile, he also is getting tired of the big boosters telling him who you should play and who you shouldn't play, and Jimbo doesn't like it being interfered with, and Jimbo's coming off a time when he was the king of the hill. He, don't forget, he, he was the king. He, yeah, he was. He he, he was on the Kiss highest the co- ring. One of the highest coaches in the country, if not the hottest at one time. And then this year was a disappointment. The end. Francois went down. His whole season caved in, and now he's getting bombed. But fans are not patient. You, you talk about as Bill, Tennessee fans. Yeah, as <laughs> well, Tennessee fans ought to be impatient. That's a the dumpster, garbage they've that, had. That's a dumpster fire. But I mean, look, McIlwain, as bad as people say he was. He still won two SECs. Rick Stevens says FSU should hire McElwain. Yeah. So that'd be funny, right? So that, you know, and I think there's something out of whack, too, by the way, with our value system where we are always want to fire somebody because we don't get what we want right then. Mm -hmm. We're kind of spoiled brats in that regard. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's the thing. But by the same token, Loyalty is a big thing. This is what this is what Scott Strickland was able to do in Mississippi State, which I admire so much, and people before him, in a place that had losing football programs, at least not at Wetters. I mean, they had, they had some good records and were improving over the last hundred years. They, they had difficulty, like 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 Steve said today. Jackie Sherwell was the winningest coach, and he was 75, 75 and two. He's the winningest coach. Uh, although Dan had a better record than that, he had coached there as many years. Won 69 games, I think, or something. The point is, is it really hasn't been a good place to coach at all. And they were able to hold it together and build wonderful facilities. And they're competitive, and their baseball team is good. Their, their basketball team's gotten better. And and this is a small little area, not as big as Gainesville. Uh, and they're in a school where the state school is Ole Miss. They're the second school, 
And Scott Strickland was able to be a big part of that. And he demanded loyalty. And he also demanded patience. He got it at Mississippi State. Will he get it at Florida? Because I think most people would tell you, Florida fans, as a certain segment of them, at least 20, 25%, 30%, they're kind of over the top. They're unrealistic. They think the Florida should win the SEC every year. Not all of them. At least 15% of those. Two. I do. And say, well, the University of Florida. Well, guess what? Yeah. The football universe does not revolve around Gainesville, Florida. Yes, it does. As much as we'd like for it to. It absolutely There are does. a few other schools like Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Auburn, yeah. Alabama, Athens, Georgia, whatever, who have had some success. So I think it's good, well and good to be disappointed and, 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 and hope for excellence. And by the way, Mullen is going to also do the same thing. He's gonna, his stamp's going to be excellence. And as he said, relentless effort. I love that about him. Is that you better get a little bit of a grip because Dan Mullen probably isn't going to go 10-2 and two next year and take him to the SEC uh, playoff game. Probably. I, I'm taking a shot here. I think he'll have be in the hunt and have a chance to win. I'm going to make up a number because I have no idea seven, eight games in there someplace. Let's see what happens in the spring, who he recruits, who he gets in. So it's impossible to predict when you don't even know who the players are going to be. I have the confidence in Mullen as a coach. He's intelligent. He works hard, and and, and he and he's committed to this assignment. So I think good things are ahead, but I can't give you a hard number. So that, that's what I wanted to say about coach, about people that are realistic, being realistic regarding expectations. Can Clarabelle go through progressions and read defenses? <laughs> no, no one, but neither could any of his quarterbacks. So there you go. Uh, a couple of people agreed with me because uh, they agree we should win the SEC. Because you're all nuts. Whatever. Uh, do you think Charlie Strong, Nat, Nat Blaylock, do you think, cool name, do you think Charlie Strong would take the FSU job? I think Charlie Strong would take the FSU job. Absolutely. Why, why would he not? You? I think it'd be close. Because I think F- I think South Florida is a school to be to be to be reckoned with at some point. They're playing at a high level. I think it would be just above a lateral move. It'd be a power five, be a program that's been very successful. And maybe. I don't think gonna offer it to us. It doesn't matter. Right. I'm glad. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't want to play Charlie Strong. Charlie's a good man. Every year. Charlie's a good man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jen, Jennifer Lay, listen, be patient. We gave Mac plenty of time, but seriously, 10 players suspended before the start of the season, and then the terrible offense. The straw that broke the camel's back was the loss to Georgia. Well, can't disagree with you there. Uh, and then what is the status of these uh players as far as yeah. the next year? You know, I mean, we, that's a big, we're that's gonna a ask big that, question. We're gonna ask that a lot, and and we don't know. And we, I mean, we're guessing, we're saying that probably two of them. Certainly, one uh, is gone, um, and well, we know it's 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 it is something that go it, that the athletic department does. People say, "Oh, I love how strict they were." It's not the athletic department per se; it's the school. The school is not going. It's like Cam Newton. Cam Newton, I know. I had the third. I had the information. He he stole a lap. He bought a bought a stolen laptop and then threw it out. The and, got, and got caught threw it out the window and. Even if he didn't want to, he was not going to be able to play because the school had to pass the honor code. It was beyond the athletic department's ability. So he just packed it in and left and moved it, went to JUCO. So when you get to those things like credit card uh, fraud and felony credit card fraud, it doesn't. it's not up to the AD to decide. No. That's, that's a school matter. You'd like to think 
that some of those kids who made stupid mistakes would get come back. And I think they will get some, but that depends on Dan Mullen. He may say, you know what? I want him out of here. I want to start all over again. I don't know. I mean, he's going to, he's going to have to evaluate. I think it's a, he's the kind of person that's looking at a case by case basis. Well, you know, he, he knows he's got to come in here and win. I mean, he's got to win. He yeah, can't. I know, I mean, but, but he have to, he said in his press conference, he'll evaluate every case of every discipline individually and he'll, 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 he'll investigate it himself. But remember, I didn't see any sign of this in McElwain's program, but I'm out there every day. I don't know what's going on up there. And, and when this whole thing happened, I thought, well, kids got in trouble, whatever. But the more I checked into it, the more I talked to the parent of one of the players, he indicated that it's really loose up there. And he gave me a couple of examples. And I thought, whoa, you mean he let them get away with that? And, yes, they did. And so this is firsthand information. That, that that there were there were kids getting away with stuff that really should never have been getting away with, and won't get away with under Dan Mullen. So there's really yes, there's some, and you know the person too. Oh right. uh, yeah. So uh, and no no doubt about that's, it. I mean that's legit. Yeah, there's there were some problems there, and there was more. It Why was do you bigger. think that was? Is it just because he came from? You know, here's what this person smaller told. school. Here's what this like person West told, Coast, told me. Colorado school. You weren't here when this happened, but uh, if you remember. Um, his first season, um, what happened was is that a running back um, for Florida, oh God, I'm Lauren Blank, his dad was a great uh, tailback, Fred uh, Taylor. Fred Taylor. Yeah, Fred Taylor's son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, made a stupid mistake. Or did a yeah. slashing move. I remember, yeah. Slashing move. The, 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 and McElwain called him over. Yeah, freaked out. And, Really freaked. Out. Yeah, I, I went nuts in front viral. of his face. Yeah, it was on YouTube. And he looked at his face, and he was like a crazy man. No, he went nuts. And 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 you know, we all said, "What is going on with this?" Yeah, if you want to kick his butt, if you want to chew him out, or you want to call him off and bench him, but don't go nuts on a guy in front of you know the crowd like well, that. Well, I felt like he was it was forced. It was almost over the like almost over the line trying to make. It. Uh, and so this person he went all Bobby Knight on him. Yes, well, worse, but but but. But, but this person told me, this parent said that that he believed ever since that happened, McElwain got such a, 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 a backwash over the whole thing, blowback, that he just stopped disciplined players. Yeah, really. That's what he said. Again, this is a parent of a player. This is his belief. There's no doubt. So you asked me what happened. I, I can only give you. So, Part of the story. I don't know the police story. This is one story of one player. But that would explain why you had so many people at one time. Like usually these things are isolated to one or pairs of people get into trouble. It's rarely like, you know, nine or ten yeah. players that are all in the same deal doing the same thing. I mean, if it's gone that far a team, it you know, I don't know if you ever you know, played in a team sport and been in a locker room. I mean, there's not a lot of secrets amongst the players, and there's always somebody that you know seems to you know have the the temperature of what's going on in, in that situation. If it's gotten that far, uh, certainly um, they had uh, lost control. Yes, Steve, I so. uh, would like to say, buddy, I have your autograph book you signed for my wife, Steve. I can't say your last name, so I won't charge. Joe Fuller, I got. I forgot about the cam issues. Yep. Uh, Jennifer Lay, discipline is coming back to the Gators with Mullen. Yes, buddy. Mac had no control whatsoever. John uh, Agami, not actual names, but 
well, what things were they getting away with? Well, look, you're going to ask me questions I can't answer. I'll just tell you one. This was one of the players who was not playing but was a, was a good player, was rooming with this other kid, and came in and lit up his marijuana and just smoked it all over the apartment. And, and, and although the other players didn't want to, and, and the other players, one of the other players, got in trouble for being involved in secondhand smoke. Oh, really? Yeah, this guy was just—he I mean, it was just open with it. This is again. This is—I hate telling pieces of stories because it doesn't give a true picture, and I want to indict everybody as being in potheads. You know, mm-hmm. look, we all know that players smoke grass. I mean, let's be honest about it. They've been doing it for a lot of years, by the way, up there. Do I think it's the right thing? No, but by the way, by the way, in, in, in Colorado, it's legal. What do you do with those players? So anyway, so it's alcoholic, but you shouldn't be drinking it when well, you play. Well, no, you got to be twenty-one. Yeah. So, so uh, again, I, I don't want to get out, be a get off my lawn guy here, you know, and start telling you that I know, but there appears to have been an issue there. We've heard rumors. I don't like to deal in rumors. This is one story that I can, in fact, validate that it did happen. What else happened? I don't know. I know there were more troubles. And I, and I at first thought it was just one of those things where they had a bad string and got some guys got caught, did some things, and it was isolated. But you know what? It seemed like it happened a lot of times to players up there. And you start thinking about it, what's going on here? And, and somebody else told me, who was a former coach, said, you basically, uh, you, your discipline problems start when you recruit. When you get the wrong kind of players in here and who are wrong with the wrong kind of character, they're going to get in trouble. That's where you start right there. So the recruiting of the player and vetting that player hmm. is everything. Interesting so, perspective. Yeah. So. Uh, Melissa Williams, buddy, why did McElwain get that much money for the buyout? I thought we had grounds to fire him. Yeah, that's a just, good question. Just yeah. don't think we had gotten that much money yeah. for a piss poor job. Yeah, that, that's a very good question. I was a little surprised when it's seven point five million. Seven point five million, and it kicks three point well, two at in here, December. Kick. Let's let's just remind you of the deal when he came from Colorado State. There was a buyout out there of five. I want to say five or six. I mean, I can't remember the number. But one of the deals was is that Florida and Foley had McElwain pay part of that buyout. Florida went to an X number right. of dollars, like four, I don't make up a number here, $4 million, and McElwain had to come out with the other $1.5. So he paid that of his buyout as well, because after all, it wasn't Florida's buyout. It was, it was McElwain's. Mm-hmm. And so when he came here, I, I hear – that they manipulated around so that when he got his raise, that would be covered and he wouldn't have to really pay anything. All right, so what that was, the fact that he had a $12 million buyout or whatever it was, is oh, $15 million, but that's ridiculous. These buyouts have gotten stupid. You know, and I agree with Paul Feinbaum, I was today, those coaches' salaries have gotten totally out of line. We're talking about NBA salaries here, enough for crying out loud. They really have, and these agents, if they've gotten into it, there's literally a handful of agents that control most of the coaches, and they drive the marketplace, and they pit one against the other. If you start to think about why was this season so crazy, I mean, every school has gone through craziness and back and forth. Look at Tennessee and look at oh. other schools that are having problems. And look, no wonder there's, there's problems. Yeah, there's all kinds of issues with coaches right now, and part of that could be that these agents are driving the bus here. They're leveraging leveraging yeah. everybody, yeah. and this is what's happened. That's why Kelly, obviously, you know, got in the mix. One day we'll know that true story, by the way. 
Let me tell you, there's more to it than we know. Absolutely. Um, and uh, so, so this is why. So, you know, it, it's gotten nuts. And, 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 and I don't know. And, and by the way, why? Because college football is a big business. Millions and millions and millions of dollars. Now, this is like the NFL. Millions. I mean, it didn't used to be this way. I mean, uh, it, it, but now it's a money game. All about the money. So, back to McElwain's. So, I think once they were able to get Mullen yeah. for a half a million, I said, yeah. okay, now we can settle with Mac. That was going to be a lawsuit. Yeah. Settle up with Mac, go ahead and give him seven and a half, and yeah. he can cover it, whatever. And I said, we got, it all came out of one pot. That's my opinion. Right. But you're right. It does seem to look a little high to me. I was thinking they're going to pay him five. And, and, and I guess that was being still negotiated. But now that it's settled, they were able to go in there and say, okay, let's settle this thing up. Yeah. Jennifer Lace is seven point five million for a four and seven season. Yeah, absolutely. No, it really wasn't for that. It was for his buyout. Yeah, really. yeah. So it really wasn't for one season. But you're right. Yeah, it you're was right. a. It was a too much. I think Mullen contacting Justin Fields will have a negative effect on Corral. No, because you know players know. Uh, uh, if you get somebody better, I mean, I would hope if if if, if Matt Corral says I'm not going to go if they recruit Justin Fields. See you down the road, buddy, right. because you're going to try to get the best players you can. Uh, if you don't want to compete, that's fine. Go someplace else. Right. Uh, how do we know Matt Corral won't break his leg? Right. You know, how do we know Matt Corral won't, won't drop out of the first year? You're going to get more than one quarterback regardless. I get the feeling, although I really do like the kid, Felipe Franks. I feel kind of bad for him. So poorly coached. So poorly coached. Didn't develop. Didn't get one stitch better. The whole year long, look at the picks he was throwing there, and his what was it, his ninth, tenth start? Yeah. It was just a, abominable. And so, yeah, I think you go get the best quarterback. Look, he, he didn't get Tebow and Cam Newton didn't stop him. Right, he got them both, and then John Bradley, who was a Gatorade Player of the Year, just so you know. So yeah, all good, all good questions tonight in the kingdom. I will say that. Yeah, if you got a couple more questions, get them in. Uh, we are uh, going to wrap it up here. We've been on the air for about forty-nine minutes, and uh, it's late. And I got a day job, and you got to get some sleep mm-hmm. because you got to get back to work tomorrow. But uh, if you want to get one or two more good comments or questions, throw it into the chat. You can always catch Buddy Martin Show does a uh, weekly radio show from six to seven. Uh, on a local station here in Ocala and Gainesville, but you can always check in right here at the Buddy Martin Show to see all the live shows. Uh, we go on do this little mess of a show about, uh, I don't know, three or four times a week, it seems like. Oh, you're uh, kidding me? Four, five, well, five, I'm six, doing, seven, I'm doing five like regular radio shows. We did five hours last weekend. That's yeah. ten shows right yeah. there. So, uh, anyway, here's the thing. We got a lot of, we got a lot of exciting things ahead for people asking us about what we're doing we're working on some cool shirts you're gonna make me wear that aren't you well, at the end yes. yeah we're going to have uh we're gonna have some stuff you can be a part of we want to make this a good a good group of people the kingdom is going to involve a special person uh we're not going to tolerate any of your bs by the way if you if your trolls are out we're going to kick you out we're going to figure a way to do this uh and, and it's going to be fun like brendan says we want the show to be fun we're going to find some sponsors and maybe get paid and do this more often. Yeah, so and know. we'll have a way for you to participate in that if you'd yeah, like. We we got, we've gotten some, several people ask us about that. We're going to do, uh, <coughs> I think we're going to do a call-in line. I think we're going to add a, uh, either a Skype or a call-in situation. We're going to update the uh, the uh, the studio a little bit and uh, try to be a little more interactive with everybody. Yeah, so. you have ideas? Send them. What do you think, Alexander? Yeah. 
Let's get our boy over for a second. He's and uh, if you want to put, uh, you know, you want to advertise, and we'll put your like, we're like man. a race car. We'll wear shirts, put stuff back here. Alexander, what do you think? He's going home do? tomorrow. Um, You're going back to Colorado. I a museum. A museum yeah. for you for a bunch like an old relic, like I am. So put me in a <laughs> museum. Okay. Well, what else you got? Um, You're a good idea, person. Back to Colorado tomorrow. Yeah, we're. Driving from Denver now. Right. Well, let me just say uh, congratulations. Yeah. And welcome to the kingdom. Welcome to the and kingdom. And you are our junior producer now. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Our junior right. producer. You'll be in Colorado. Right, you can help here. us out. Let me dilly, 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 dilly. You're good. See if the crown fits his head. He's got to... No, that's my crown. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's going to have to get his own. Uh, so, yeah. So, there's a lot of people. Let me just say, we, we're, we're all, uh, we're, we're hearing you. Buddy Martin tailgate, yeah, we yeah. Uh, we even talked about this crazy idea. Spring spring practice. How about I want to I want to go on days? a trip to Starkville yeah. the 29th right. and take the group off of the kingdom. Now you people out the people out there got some connections and whatever. It takes a lot of planning, whatever. Think about several busloads going. Getting tickets will be a problem. But anyway, if you like that idea. Notify us on here. Yeah, um, like a Learjet, maybe? Buses, Greyhound buses. Greyhound buses. We'll stop at Biloxi and Gabble. Pool, right, so, pool or pond? Um, let's see. People Ponds. want to know about – here's people want to know about – let me do a couple of questions. Uh, Brent says, let's go to Starkville. Uh, uh, let's say uh, – John. yeah, John says, yes. Bubba Ennis says, I'm in. Um, okay, look, we, we like to get into more personal issues, so we just don't have the time tonight. We'll get some people who are a little more on it than we are to, to upgrade us. Uh, people want to talk about facilities. We haven't gotten a clear picture on that yet, but on the Daily Show, we do continually talk to people and get updated on stuff. Yeah, like if you that. want to see tonight's show or tonight's Buddy Martin broadcast, uh, everything's on the page, the Buddy Martin Show page. So go ahead and uh, scroll down. You'll see all of our live videos uh, of us uh, Saying goodbye to Shelby Will Shelby Williams uh, in our studio and uh, Spurrier and uh, Scott Brantley were on. Uh, you can check all those interviews out, and you can uh, fast forward the commercials even. So it's great. A lot of good questions. Melissa wants to know about the issues between Mullen and Foley. No, I don't think so. Uh, I don't think that was the issue. Uh, he was a head coach. Got to be a head coach, you know. And I don't why he didn't come back before then is anybody's question. We'll address. Yeah, Brett says see yeah, a Bud Light sponsorship in your future. Matter of fact, they are locally one of our sponsors on the radio. They don't have any national have been, connections to or have been, yeah. Bud, Bud Light sponsors. Yeah. Well, our people here are pretty good. Uh, they got they got their they got uh, their they got their well, dilly dip, dilly. Yeah, but we will talk. So all these are good questions. Assistant coaches, recruiting, we'll be addressing all these things over the next few weeks with you. Yeah. We just can't get them all in one night. Uh, and thanks for all the kind words, and Paul. Uh, <laughs> Chris says Johnny Cash got arrested in Starkville for picking flowers. Probably wrote a song about it. Um, okay. The Jordan bus. The kingdom is awesome. Uh, I got to say, I love the kingdom. Yeah. You guys are awesome. Well, we'll check out. It's about time to. Our show wasn't super informative tonight. It was just yeah. kind of addressing some issues. Some days One, you... I wanted to wear the hats, really, so we just made yeah. it an excuse. We showed uh, up. We showed up. Like just, we said. We're here for you, and uh, we'll try to do more stuff. So. Uh, anything else for, uh, for the Ken lives in Mississippi. He says he might be able to fix this up out there. Um, okay. Like we'll get into records. We're going to have plenty and plenty of uh, projections. We'll have all kind of people on this uh, wow. next few months. Uh, we'll have we'll have Tony Barnhart on. 
Paul Feinbaum own, John Adams own, uh, lots and Laura. lots of people. Laura, Laura McKeeman or Laura Rutledge, as they know her now. We'll have, we'll have, we have a whole list Bradshaw, of people. Say Bradshaw. Every Thursday, Bradshaw. For those who dial in Thursday and don't know what the show is, Bradshaw. Meyer. Urban will be on this one of these days soon. So we'll have a lot of people on talking about this. You'll hear us make predictions on Florida's record continually all summer long. So don't. So we got basketball. We do have basketball. It's fun. How's France doing? France doing good. We'll be talking to France. Uh, if not before, we'll be talking to on Friday. Yeah. So uh, we have a couple days. With you. All right. All right. Good job. Good night. Good Dilly job, Dilly. King. Well, Good night. Uh, Dilly Dilly. 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 Good night.